It's time we shift our perspective on business and life and see that our businesses are the means to us living life first. Reinventing the way we go about our days as entrepreneurs, the Zero Wasted Days podcast is designed for dream makers and action takers, and also those who value going slow and savoring the moments in between. This is the essence of living a Zero Wasted Days life, and welcome to the Zero Wasted Days podcast. I'm your host, Suzanne Acteson, a former C-level executive turned seven-figure serial entrepreneur, transformational business coach, and I love helping women entrepreneurs merge strategy, feminine energetics, and embodiment to create outside-the-box business solutions to their challenges. In each episode of the podcast, I'm going to share how to redefine how you do business and learn how it can be the means to you living life first. I'm going to share interviews with inspiring people who can help you see how worthwhile it is to keep pursuing your dreams, share heartfelt stories I know you're going to relate to, and give you ideas and strategies to keep going after your biggest dreams. I hope you find value and inspiration here, and that will keep you coming back each and every week. I have some amazing guests lined up, as well as some solo episodes planned. So let's get into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Zero Wasted Days. So this is a special episode because this is actually the last episode that I'm going to be recording as part of season one. So I launched Zero Wasted Days in March and I envisioned having about 20 different episodes in season one. And it's felt really amazing having the best guests that I've had and some really heartfelt solo episodes as well. And now I am ready for a small little pause that we're gonna have in the next month. And then I'm going to be back with you in September 2023 with some amazing guests already planned and some already recorded for you in season two. So I'm going to be talking today about something that I posted actually on social media just this week that has resonated and that has created lots of engagement and that I know people are interested in, insofar as how they can actually learn from this and employ some of the learnings and things that I have done inside my business and my life into their own lives and businesses. So I was telling the story of the unraveling of my retail store that I had in back in 2016 and the rebuilding of my life and my business bringing us here today. I guess on the outside, from people, my customers and friends even, and family looking in, everything appeared to be tickety-boo, beautiful, ticking all the boxes. I had created a very much-loved brand and a concept store that I guess in new business terms was really successful and was ticking all of the kind of early stage business boxes. I was turning over about a quarter of a million dollars a year and a couple of years in, I was even almost breaking even. So in in entrepreneurial land, that is a really good outside result, quote unquote result. I remember very specifically a customer leaving the store one day. 
Now, this was a store, this was a retail store at the front of this building, but I had specifically rented this building because it was much more than just a retail store. So it was a retail store. We had this big, beautiful, expansive room at the back. We had a second story. It was a Victorian townhouse in Melbourne. The second story was two rooms where we ran classes and I helped create a, a curriculum. We had about 20 to 25 different art classes, yoga classes, cooking classes, all sorts of different things for kids and parents to come to. Now, we also ran events. So we would take those different classes that we ran inside the store and we would also run them outside at shopping malls, different corporate venues, different private events and private parties and things like that. So the business itself was very multifaceted. I had worked really hard by myself, creating the brand, creating the business in a completely new industry for myself because I had come from advertising. I didn't know this industry at all. So everything from all of the buying of the products to wholesaling and selling them online, creating websites, creating a brand, marketing. There were so many different facets of this business. And really, I guess from the outside in, like I said, it appeared that all was good. And of course, everyone knew that a new business was challenging. But what had happened over the period of the time that I created the business was that the more and more that I created and the more and more that I pushed into the vision that I had for the business, the more I realized that, sure, it was this vision that I had for the business, this kind of waypoint, you put the marker in the ground and I knew where I was going, but I didn't know where it was coming from. And it was totally, in hindsight, out of alignment with who I was and what I wanted for my life. So this customer came into my store this particular day and she was just leaving with her son and he was carrying his artwork in his hand. And she turned at the door as many of the moms did and had conversations as they came and went, but she trailed that day and was a little bit beyond most of the people that had already left. And she said, Suzanne, what you've created here is truly magical. And I said, thank you. I, I know. Yes, I know. I, I feel that. She was a, a very busy lawyer. And she said, this is my one day that I take for myself and my son. And this is like what we absolutely love coming and doing. And so we were part of creating some core memories and this little aspect of her week meant a lot to her. So she left, closed the door and the store was quiet. And I remember as she said this, Suzanne, what you created here is magical. I could feel my eyes welling up and the tears that kind of then ensued as soon as that door shut were not really tears of joy or gratitude, but they were really coming from a place of fear and disappointment because I knew in my heart, in my soul, that this dream, this place, this thing that I had created wasn't really what I wanted. And I knew it was so loved by so many people who passed through those doors every single day, or maybe even came in contact with us at an event outside. But looking back now, I can see how as I closed one door, and it took a lot of unraveling of that business and our life in Melbourne, and I closed that door, I truly opened completely new ones.
And I can see that as I close that business and upon reflection, and I've talked before about how I'm this very analytical person and I like to optimize things. I've looked back and I could see that there were very few flaws in the actual business itself because I was ready to franchise it. I was ready to scale it. It was going to be all over Australia <laughs> in my mind, in my vision. But the major, and maybe it's a bit harsh saying major flaws, but the major flaws that I could see were actually within me. And I couldn't see those at the time, but it really wasn't until many years later, having a, the opportunity to be able to reflect back that I could see that the biggest challenges that lay in the path of that business were me. I had so much conditioning and I've talked here before about the conditioning that we have and that we, that becomes a part of us as we grow up, as we become women, as we become mothers, as we become entrepreneurs and the conditioning of being this very ambitious, highly motivated, high performing entrepreneur was that of knowing nothing but hustling and just working no matter how much work that took to get what I wanted. On top of that, I had a lot of trauma that I didn't, I addressed in so far as therapy and, and, and whatnot, but not, not enough. I had a lot of trauma from leaving my corporate career that I was so proud of. I had become a, a managing director by the age of 35, a female managing director in a very male dominated industry. I stood on stages for our business and presented to rooms of 500 people on behalf of our business. I was in the annual report for our parent company. I left this career that I was enormously proud of with an exit that was really shrouded in a lot of secrecy and a huge amount of betrayal. Now, I don't have the opportunity and I can't go into detail about what happened, but it was very traumatic when you have people and a business who you have loved and who have been mentors to you your entire, almost your entire career, I guess to effectively turn their back on you. But that's where I'm going to leave that one. Also on top of the conditioning, the trauma, there was this little girl in Suzanne who wanted to prove herself but who on the inside was really crumbling from a lot of stress and anxiety. And I was operating at a high, like a high functioning person with, I guess, varying levels of low grade to high grade stress and anxiety, trying to do it all on my own. And I wanted to do it on my own. I needed to prove something. I don't know what it was that I was proving. And I wanted to make others proud. That's the people pleasing in me. And I was making a lot of self and life sacrifices, all with the objective of, I don't know what. I don't know what the objective was, but there was a lot of sacrifice, like I said, a lot of proving myself, but on the inside, I was crumbling with stress and anxiety. So after I unravel it all and I started fresh, with, a, as they call in France here, a carte blanche or a, a blank slate in 2017, I started putting the puzzle back together one 
kind of loving piece at a time. Yet at this time, the real growth in my business, I knew needed to start with me. So I gave myself a lot of space, like two years worth of space. And eventually I found a coach to support me. And through that, I found so much clarity. Then one season and ritual at a time, I knit together what I say is the most formidable tapestry, a new magnificent artwork with soul and heart and a healing mind, not a healed mind, but a healing mind. I really embraced my cycles as they ebbed and flowed. I learned about them. I learned about the cycles around me. I deployed my strategic, which was really one of my biggest flexes, my strategic prowess. But I really started to then wrap it in a warm coat of trust and belief that only came from this newly regulated energetic frequency. So one piece at a time, I rebuilt from the foundations up very deeply rooted in my values. I set about a new big dream with a strategy that would serve me and help me thrive and support the life that I truly desired. Now, I started operating at a frequency that was only possible when you truly feel joy and love and gratitude, all of which I think I had virtually lost in the former version of me. So the rewiring and the healing and the rewriting of my story took a lot of courage, that's clear, and a vulnerability that I didn't even know that I had. But the life that I've now created, I truly see as an exquisite masterpiece that just keeps getting better one day at a time. Now, when I pull this apart with the power of hindsight, like I talked about earlier, I can see some key elements that have been really central to my successful reimagined life. And this is what I want to share with you so that you can see where you can take those exact same kind of steps. Maybe you know, not the exact same, but take the steps to reimagine what's possible in your life. Now, this is at the heart of what I want Zero Wasted Days to inspire in you. I want you to reimagine what you may have thought was not possible for you anymore, whether that's in life or business. Now, my clients come to me for a variety of reasons. Often they see various different aspects of me in them or in things that they desire. So maybe that's a desire of to travel more or a desire to change things up in their business or a desire to live more simply or just maybe they share an interest or an obsession with gardening or plants like I do. Or there's a skill or a part of my experience that gives them comfort. Maybe it's my serial renovating that I've done with my husband or my love of all things design. A lot of people have come to me with my former retail store experience my understanding of retail, wholesale, building brands, or sometimes it's just the courage that they want to be able to be a part of. They too want to be more courageous and it's always easier when someone has done it before you. Sure, like the 20 years of business experience and sales and marketing kind of prowess and my kind of queen of clarity label that my clients have given me, they often want to borrow, but my skills always come second to that soul connection that we make first. 
This is what energetically knits us together as though it was written in the stars. For me, it runs much deeper. And I actually had a call with a beautiful woman this morning that brought me back to my raison d'être, my reason for being. And my mission, like I said, with my business and with Zero Wasted Days is a life-changing one. And helping you, helping women redefine how they do business so they can actually live the life they truly desire and not just talk about doing it one day. So I felt it viscerally with this on this call and with this person this morning as she talked about not having seen her family for almost four years. And when I planted the seed about what moving from her kind of current, she's making around 10K a month, and moving from her current 10K a month to the possibility of 20K a month would mean. And when I planted that seed for her, I could see the spark in her eyes. I could also see and feel her fear and her pain, for she pushed these thoughts down. The possibility of, of, of visiting her family every year, who incidentally live in another country. And God forbid, imagine when her kids are older, maybe even moving back to that country. She pushed these po the possibility and the thoughts of any of this being in her future. She pushed them away and pushed them down. And she'd done that purely as a defense mechanism, as a way of keeping herself safe, because she could no longer imagine that was possible for her. And when I planted that seed again for her, I could see the spark. Because I could see in her that for the first time in a long time, she thought of this possibility again. I can see it and I can feel it for you before you can. Now, the vision of a big dream doesn't seem insurmountable to me, nor does getting from 10K to 20K. I'm truly excited by it, and I see nothing but possibility. And I love helping my clients imagine what never seemed imaginable before. Now, I'm not here saying creating pipe dreams and, and planting seeds for dreams that potentially are not possible. I could see the possibility for her. And so I replanted that seed for her and the spark was newly ignited. So in thinking back to some of the key elements that were instrumental in the rewriting of my story, as I shared earlier on and on socials this week, first and foremost was realizing that I no longer wanted to try to navigate a new business on my own. So when I reimagined my life and started again, after I'd given myself that space and that time and found a coach to support me, finding that coach and having somebody do it alongside me was the only way I wanted to do it. I was done doing it alone and was so open to being guided and mentored by somebody who'd walked before me, who could call me out on my bullshit and help show me the way and hold space for me energetically and support me as I found my own clarity and my own new path. And so that was the first number one major thing that I shifted for myself and number one thing that I would suggest in doing for you, not just because I'm a coach 
And you don't have to go out there and pay for a coach. Sure, you can. And you can be mentored by amazing people, including myself. But realizing that you don't have to do it alone is so key. So going hand in hand with this and finding a coach and finding a mentor is probably finding programs that connected me with a sisterhood. I didn't realize what a sister wound I carried, but it really needed healing. And the minute I started healing it, the minute the floodgates of that connected sisterhood opened up. The power of women together in a room, whether virtually or in person, is absolutely palpable and is really innate in all of us, except we are taught and we are positioned against each other in the patriarchy for so much of our lives. So learning how to do this has been transformative. Now, letting my guard down and then letting the love really flow in from soul sisters, from loved ones, from friends, has been enormously healing and transformative for my business too. Another aspect that I've really leaned into and learned a lot about is how we are one small speck and one small part of this universe. But we are one divine speck that's part of a much bigger divinity around us. Learning how to slow down and simplify my life has had an enormous impact on my business and has sweetened each day incredibly. Allowing my business to flow with the seasons and cycles outside of us and within us feels natural and the way that I believe it really should be. Learning about practices and rituals have been deeply nourishing to my soul and reconnecting with myself and with nature and really the frequency what I believe surrounds us in the universe. I have knit together this, like I talked about, this kind of beautiful tapestry, a new magnificent artwork with soul and heart and, like I said, this healing mind. Leaning into all of these aspects of life has given me a newly regulated... <laughs> nervous system and a heightened energetic frequency and it's this energy that is now behind like really behind the how to making my dreams come true and is really the fuel in calling in all that you desire so starting to operate at a frequency that is only possible when you truly feel love and joy and gratitude takes practice all of which I absolutely love teaching inside my programs. And helping clients see this as a priority is absolutely key. Sometimes it's met with a bit of resistance because it's not how we're taught. It's not how we're conditioned. But when they start to actually integrate it, it's like the light bulb goes on. And my clients are amazed at how when they put themselves and their life first and they work on this energetic calibration, that everything else falls into place. Of course, in rebuilding, we need tools and strategically one piece at a time. I rebuilt those foundations from the foundations upward. I deeply rooted them in my values because my first business I can see was missing that component. I understood values, but I had forgotten, so to speak. I guess I'd forgotten to think about how this business was going to be value-centric. 
And when I rebuilt my life and my business, I, I made sure it was deeply rooted in my values. And I built the important parts of my strategy that would light me up to work with soul clients. So I worked out who that would be very intricately and into things like my offers and my programs that I wanted to make sure were super aligned so that they would really set my world on fire. And even into things like content that I would love creating as it was really an authentic reflection of me and truly aligned. And then into kind of promotional tools like this podcast that would connect me to people and help me speak my truth to more people. So as you can see, all of those components, those are all strategic components, your foundations, working out your soul client, your content, your sales strategy, your messaging, your branding, your offers, your programs. Those are all key components of your strategy, but fusing them with alignment and fusing them with your heart and your soul is the difference between having a soul aligned business and not. And all of these strategic components of your business that are deeply aligned with who you are also need to be deeply aligned with where you're going and the vision for your life and your business. The rewiring, the healing, and the rewriting of my story, sure, it took courage and a vulnerability that I didn't know I had. But the life that I now have created just keeps getting better one day at a time. And now the most amazing opportunity is coming up for you and for women who are truly ready to take the next step in your business and are ready to truly soar. So I've talked a little bit in the last few weeks about my mastermind Phoenix Rising that is relaunching and it is finally here and ready to be shared with you. Now, I'm not letting the fact that the sales page is not completely redone yet because I really want to speak my truth and quite frankly, I'm quite impatient. <laughs> so I am here ready to talk about it because I also have people that are already joining. So Phoenix Rising is returning in September, 2023. It starts on the autumn solstice, if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, and will take us right through to the spring solstice in March, 2024. So it's a six month program that gives you one-on-one -on -one time with me, as well as live group calls. And it really is for us to reimagine what's possible for you in your life and your business. So the live group calls will be obviously with other ambitious soul sisters, ready to do the work on themselves energetically, while also being pushed and challenged strategically to rise and create dream businesses, and most importantly, dream lives. So as of this morning, I have the first member who has said yes, and we are in an invitation phase right now. So if you are keen to learn more and jump on board, all you need to do is simply DM me. You can jump onto my website and join the Phoenix Rising waitlist that will send an email to me and then my team will set up a time for, with you to, to chat. Or you can just email me directly. This program is for women who have been in business for at least two years. So you're not just starting out. You are ready to scale and grow to completely new levels personally and in your business. 
You want to be pushed and challenged and held accountable and held in a space with other women and to be at the table with those other amazing, inspiring entrepreneurs who are working on their awesome businesses as well. So if any of that speaks to you, if you are interested, just reach out. Like I said, it starts in September. There is a special, very early bird invitation only price that is happening right now. There is also an extended payment plan that allows you to start paying now. And like I said, it is going to fill up <laughs> and it is going to be capped at no more than 12 women to keep us nice and small and intimate. So if any of that speaks to you, reach out to me. Like I said, DM, fill out the waitlist form on my website or the link in my bio on Instagram, or just DM me on Instagram and we can connect that way. I really look forward to seeing you all and having you all be listening in season two. If any of these episodes have resonated with you, I would love you to leave me a review in Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, share it on your stories. And of course, if you share it, please tag me. I am so appreciative of all of you that are here listening to Zero Wasted Days. I hope that it continues to inspire you. And I know that the episodes that are coming up in season two are going to continue to inspire you because I have some amazing people that are going to be joining me. Thank you very much. And I look forward to hearing from some of you inside my DMs or in email and seeing you hopefully inside Phoenix Rising in September. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Zero Wasted Days podcast. I truly hope you found it to be valuable and inspirational as you work to create a life by your own design. I would love you to rate and review this episode to let everyone else know about it and help me share this important message with the world. All you need to do is screen grab your review, share it on socials, and tag me in to win a $100 Airbnb voucher that I'll be giving away every single month.